Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm looking forward to talking to you about something that's come up in the group lately. And so I thought I would uh, kind of pull it out of the group a little bit and talk about it here on the show. And what that topic is, is the highly sensitive person. And I want to talk about the highly sensitive person in relation to anxiety. Now, of course, we've talked about this here before, but I want to spend a little bit of time with it today because you're going to be kind of surprised how many of you are going to identify with this highly sensitive person kind of definition. Here is a little message from Anthon St. Martin and uh, on being a highly sensitive person. And um, he says, to feel intensely is not a symptom of weakness. Highly sensitive people are too often perceived as weaklings or damaged goods. To feel intensely is not a symptom of weakness. It is the trademark of the truly alive and compassionate. It is not the empath who is broken. It is society that has become dysfunctional and emotionally disabled. There is no shame in expressing your authentic feelings. Those who are at times described as being a hot mess or having too many issues are the very fabric of what keeps the dream alive for a more caring, humane world. Never be ashamed to let your tears shine a light in this world. And again, that's from Anthon St. Martin, uh, from Divine Living, The Essential Guide to Your True Destiny. And I think that really is important to remember. Um, many people, when they start reading and investigating about the highly sensitive person, are in awe of how not only normal this is, but how many people are like this? And to realize that they are not broken, perhaps that is you. To be intensely in tune with life and feelings does not make you broken or a hot mess. So anyway, I want to make sure that we pay attention to this because I like how he says it is not the empath who is broken. It is society that has become dysfunctional and emotionally disabled. To be, to be fitting into a world that is emotionally disabled doesn't make you a great, uh, being. This makes, uh, you just one of the, one of the many. And so if you can feel the world, if you can feel your own feelings, and if you have antenna that happen to be a little bit more sharpened and a, and a little bit more sensitive, so be it. That's who you are. That's who you came in. You have a job here on the planet in this lifetime to, to use those gifts. So let's start looking at this as of the other side of the coin. Yes, it's difficult. And as we go through today, yes, it's difficult. We're going to say, oh, yes, I have that piece and that piece, and it's a challenge. But there's also a lot of gifts and blessings in being someone who is considered a highly sensitive person.
And, you know, since people slide in different directions on the sensitivity continuum, it can be surprising to find ourselves in a highly sensitive state, or you may have come in like this and, and always felt this way. But some people are just find themselves at a certain point in life, all of a sudden, much more sensitive than they had been in the past. And I've heard many people say that as they have grown older, their sensitivity has become even more heightened and aware, uh, but they actually know how to deal with it better so that it, it isn't something that you need to fear. And so, you know, as you come and you, you maybe you find yourself just dropped in all of a sudden as a sensitive uh, person on this continuum, or maybe you came in like this, you were born this way and have been sensitive since birth. In either case, it is the highly sensitive person who tends to be more vulnerable to anxiety given their creative and active minds. And this is because of unawareness of what is going on, because you're in the dark. You don't know why you feel these things. And so that highly creative, active mind can go off and make all kinds of stories up. So no wonder highly sensitive people tend to also be very much in the anxiety camp. Being a highly sensitive person has so many other gifts, like I mentioned earlier, that you can offer that make life beautiful and even more alive. Finding the ways to hold the gifts and deal with the conflicts, keeping stress at bay is where you want to be. So again, we're holding out both of our hands and we are being able to hold the gifts and the beauty that be, being a sensitive person can have. And then on the other hand, we are able to deal with and see clearly the conflicts and learn to keep the stress at bay. And we can hold both of these. And this is part of what makes life so interesting. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. 
So let's go over a couple of signs. Actually, I've got quite a number here, so I, I probably won't spend too much time on each one. But here are some signs from, um, you know, that you're a highly sensitive person. And I'll have a link to this uh wonderful list. I'll have that link in the show notes for you so that you can refer back to it. And um, number one, you're, you absolutely abhor violence and cruelty of any kind. And everyone hates violence and cruelty, but for the highly sensitive person, seeing or hearing about it can be extremely unsettling. You might be a highly sensitive person if you can't watch very scary, gory, or violent movies without getting upset or even feeling physically ill. Similarly, you may not be able to stomach a news story about animal cruelty or similar brutal acts. So pay attention to this. This is many, many people who come in to see me and many people who send me email and are in the group. This is, and you feel weird because other people, this is what they do for entertainment. Well, not so much the animal cruelty piece, but watching scary movies and frightening shows and uh, psychological thrillers. And so if that is something that you don't like, it doesn't mean something is wrong with you. It just means that you have other tastes and things that you would rather be spending your time with. Number two, you're frequently emotionally exhausted from absorbing other people's feelings. Yes, the highly sensitive person and the anxious person quite often is absorbing other people's feelings. Now, your antenna are quite sensitive and they're quite long. You can feel people's feelings uh, from a mile away. And so that can exhaust you. So if you happen to be highly sensitive, you may find yourself more tired simply from having been around a lot of people. Number three, time pressure really rattles you. Now, of course, um, no one likes to be under time pressure. We say that, but then there are some people that thrive on that, right? We all know these people. If that's not you, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It just means you're highly sensitive and you don't do well with those speed tests and um, maybe you can't perform as well when you are under pressure as when you have time to consider your thoughts and ponder your answers. Number four, you withdraw often. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you need plenty of downtime if you're a highly sensitive person. And that downtime is preferable to be alone. You often find yourself withdrawing into quiet, a darkened room at the end of a long day in order to lower your stimulation level, soothe your senses and recharge. So this is not a way of escaping. It is not a way of denying the world that is around you. It is self-care. This is real self-care, being able to take care and lower your stimulation level, soothe your senses and recharge. Number five, you're jumpy. <laughs> the uh, highly sensitive people do not like to be surprised or tapped on the back when they've been deep in thought or something. Um, they have a high startle reflex. So if that's you, that could be a highly sensitive person lurking inside you. Number six, you think deeply. 
The cornerstone of being a highly sensitive person is you process information deeply. This means you do plenty of reflecting on your experiences, more so than other people. Unfortunately, this also means you're more prone to negative overthinking. And and here comes the anxious brain here, right? Sometimes you obsessively play events over and over in your mind or spiral into anxious thoughts. So you can see they start to play together here. And the more awareness we have of both sides of this, the anxiety piece the anxious mind and the highly sensitive person, we can really begin to see what's what and not let our imagination take over. Number seven, you're a seeker. Highly sensitive persons seek answers to the big questions in life. They ask why things are the way they are and what role they have in all of this. If you're a highly sensitive person, you may have always wondered why other people aren't as captivated by the mysteries of human nature and the universe as you are. And I know some of you are smiling at this because you think you're a little weird sometimes. Like you want to talk about the big picture. You don't want to talk about the latest this or that that was on the news or the sporting event, like that's all kind of interesting in one hand, but you want to dive a little deeper and you're a seeker. You want to explore some of these other things than universe. <laughs> and number eight, sudden loud noises startle you. Again, we're coming at that startle reflex again, just a little bit uh, you're really closer to the edge of being startled too easily. Number nine, your clothing matters. Um, many highly sensitive people that I've worked with are very sensitive to what they're wearing. They don't do well with scratchy fabrics or restrictive clothing. You may be finding that your children are, are complaining about these things. Pay attention. They're not being fussy. This really feels different to them. So um, some people don't like the tight waistband. It can be irritating. Of course, the non-highly sensitive person might dislike these things too, but the highly sensitive person will carefully select their wardrobe to completely avoid these things that they don't like. And uh, if a highly sensitive person inadvertently wears one of those things out, the discomfort can be so distracting that it can take away from their entire experience. Number 10, your pain tolerance is less. Many highly sensitive people are more sensitive to pain of all kinds, headaches, body aches, injuries, etc., than non-highly sensitive people. And again, I've seen this turn around with awareness of understanding what it is and of using mindfulness to go into this so that we can be really, really making some changes with our mindfulness around not only our our anxiety, but our highly sensitive tendencies also. Number 11, your inner world is alive and present. So you have a rich inner world, your mind, your thoughts. It's amazing. You have, you know, children have imaginary friends, uh, vivid dreams. So there's a lot going on in these highly sensitive people. Um, number 12, change is extremely upsetting. We know this. This happens with the anxious person too. 
and we do not like the change, and we do not like it to be sprung on us. Number 13, sometimes your environment is your enemy. Moving to a new home or traveling, even if it's just for a fun vacation, can be quite difficult for you because you are, because your senses are bombarded with so much new stimuli. Just understanding this about yourself can tone it down right there. Not thinking there's something wrong with you. Number 14, you're misunderstood. Highly sensitive is often mislabeled. You maybe have been called shy or anxious, and perhaps it was implied that something was wrong with you. Uh, Many highly sensitives are labeled as introverts because introverts and highly sensitives share many characteristics, such as needing a lot of downtime. However, 30% of highly sensitive people are actually extroverts. So we're, see, nothing goes across the board. We're just all, we've got all kinds of different varieties going on here. Number 16, you get hangry easily. Now you remember in the past, I did a whole show on, on being hangry. That's kind of hungry and angry. And um, highly sensitive people tend to be sensitive to the changes in blood sugar levels, just like the anxious soul. So they may get quite hangry, if, which is hungry and angry if they haven't eaten in a while. Number 16, Highly sensitive people say, who needs stimulants? When your nervous system is already ratcheted up to its highest level, some highly sensitives are also sensitive to caffeine and need very little of it to feel its buzz. So uh, also highly sensitives are, are can be sensitive to alcohol's effects too. So you can see, again, this is totally the anxious person. Uh, already ratcheted up on, uh, and not needing any stimulants. And many, many anxious people are extremely sensitive to alcohol's effects. Number 17, conflict is your poison. When there's tension or disagreement in your close relationships, you feel it deeply. Many highly sensitive persons even report feeling physically ill during conflict. As a result, some sensitive people become conflict avoidant, doing or saying almost anything to keep the other person happy. It's because conflict hurts so much. And again, when you can understand this about yourself, you don't have to become conflict avoidant. You can learn to deal with your sensitivity around the conflict because um, giving in to everyone around you or not speaking up at work, and this comes up a lot in the group, many scenarios around this conflict avoidance. So um, if you've got these things going on, consider jumping in the group with us and, and chatting it up with us as we are all working out these kinds of problems together in the Facebook group with the group coaching. Number 18, criticism is a dagger. Words really matter to the highly sensitive person. Positive words can make them sore, but harsh words will send them crashing to the ground. Criticism can feel like a dagger, and negativity is toxic to the highly sensitive person's finely tuned system. There's not anything wrong with them. They just have this highly tuned system. Number 19, you're conscientious. 
And so you know what that is. You're paying attention at school and work. You try hard not to make mistakes. Uh, you know you're not perfect, but you are always giving things your best effort. Number 20, you're deeply moved by beauty. Fine meals, rich scents, beautiful artwork, or stirring melodies have deep impact on you. You may find that music or certain sounds put you in a near trance-like state, or the way the wind catches in the leaves in the autumn sunlight. This, you can be awestruck by such things. You don't understand how other people aren't as moved by beauty as you are. And finally, number 21, you're perceptive. Because you notice things that others miss, you're seen as perceptive and insightful. Even as a child, you may have been wise beyond your years. The world relies on highly sensitive people like you to make it a more compassionate, understanding place to be. So I've got a couple ideas for you to try. I want you to remind yourself that your feelings and thoughts change. Just because you're currently feeling a considerable emotion or feeling does not mean it will be there forever, even if you're a highly sensitive person. Learn to watch the feelings pass like clouds across the deep blue sky. With the anxiety part of your life, you will do well to not avoid or run away from the uh, places where you're feeling extra sensitive and that may and you're worried that anxiety may bubble up. Instead, practice leaning into what's right in front of you and use your creative mind to help you find solutions. Remember, you can control your reactions to what is happening even when you're triggered. This is your responding. You have the ability to create a pause and let some space come between you and the challenge. In this space, as tiny as it can be, you may have the opportunity to choose and respond versus react. Try permitting yourself to have a physical mini relaxation during the day. The highly sensitive person can be quickly drained by the feeling, emotions, and challenges, not only on their own or from their own life, but from the people around them. So give yourself a break, a cup of tea, a foot soak, a 10-minute walk outside your work building or home, with some of your favorite music and your earbuds, perhaps, and maybe some inspirational reading. These small, short breaks can be very reviving. And finally, come back to your center. Come back to that place deep within that doesn't change or get ruffled by the whims of the world. By going there in your mind, and meditation will help you remember how to get there, you will avoid fueling the fear, adrenaline, fear cycle, and be breaking the pattern that keeps fear lurking when you feel stressed or highly sensitive. I hope this show has been helpful for you. I always love that I got to spend these few moments with you. I I hope that you can feel the love I'm sending from the islands in the Pacific, and I hope that you will join us for the next show. If you want to get in touch, go to Anxiety Coaches Podcast 
www.thepowerofpositivity.com and check out everything we have there and how to get in touch with us. Be well. And now for today's quote. Sensitive people like a slower pace of life. We like pondering all our options before making a decision and regularly reflecting on our experiences. We hate busy schedules and rushing from one event to the next. And that's from Jen Graneman. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 